You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I have talked before about pricing, and it's always a topic that gets me a bit riled up. And I am currently wrapping up the, let's see, the second round of my mastermind, and I'm enrolling for the next round. And the topic that continues to come up, both in coaching calls with clients who I've you know been working with for a while or new clients who are wanting to work with me, is the subject of pricing. When you're talking about branding, pricing kind of naturally tends to come up because a lot of the time we're looking to brand ourselves as like a luxury service provider. Even if luxury isn't the exact word that we want to use, like we want people to look at our brand and see something that is high end. Even if we want to be approachable, even if we want to still have those girl next door vibes, we want to be something that our our ideal client wants to invest money into. Um, We know that that tends to be a lot more sustainable, right? And the goal is generally when I'm working with people, their goal is to work less and make more. So pricing comes up and I've become a bit of a pricing advocate with clients and maybe people who aren't even my clients trying to get them to raise their prices, raise their prices, raise their prices. And inevitably when this conversation happens within a couple of weeks, someone will come back to me and say, Maddie, I just found out that the photographer down the street is doing the exact same thing that I'm doing for half the price. What do I do? And this is tough because A, pricing is a head game. It is it is a total head game and it's hard and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not. But what to do when someone is doing what you're doing for half the price has a lot less to do with what you're charging and even with what what they're charging and how you handle it that sets you up for success in the future. This isn't just something where you can like, you know, do X, Y, Z and then wash your hands of the situation and walk away. This is ongoing. This is an ongoing exercise in you being a better business owner um, and a better leader in your industry. So it's not simple, but it's really important and I get really excited about it. So I'm excited to talk through this today and my apologies in advance if I get a little riled up because that's probably going to happen. (laughs) So the first thing I want you to do when you realize that someone is doing what you're doing for half the price is to shift your mindset. So What this tells me is that you're no longer competing on price alone. And to that I say congratulations. This is a very good thing. If you're competing on price, you are fighting a losing battle because someone will always be cheaper. Competing on something other than price sets you up for long-term stability, aka a business that will still be here a year from now. Do you want to offer a price so low that your business isn't profitable or that you're working nights and weekends? Probably not. So this is the first step to that. It's really easy to fall into the trap of a scarcity mindset when it comes to pricing. I've already said this, but pricing is exhausting. 
and I'm not going to sit here and tell you otherwise. It is an absolutely exhausting dance to charge prices that you feel aligned with, that also pay your bills, that also people will pay, that also no one will snark about behind your back. It's exhausting. And the mental game that we put ourselves through when figuring this out is exhausting. And then you add to the fact that as soon as you feel semi-aligned with where your pricing is set, you learn about someone nearby doing the same thing you're doing at a way lower price. It makes you question everything. Am I good enough to charge what I charge? Should I lower my prices? How will I keep my business open? How will we both have enough clients? It's easy to think like this. It is much more challenging to think from a place of abundance, but that's what I'm asking you to do. Recognize that there are billions of people in this world, and in the grand scheme of things, you actually need very few people to buy from you in order to run your business successfully, I might add. And just as there are people who will pay rock bottom prices for their own reasons, maybe they're on a budget, maybe they like that person's style, and maybe they want to support a new business, who knows? There are also people, right? There are also people who will pay luxury prices for a luxury service, plain and simple. I feel like I've become a really good example of this. Like I have paid rock bottom prices before and gotten a not so good service. And that sucks because then likely you have to start over with somebody else, start the process over. It's a complete waste of time. It's an energy suck, and it would be a lot easier to just invest up front. And so as people learn this, and as they also figure out where that where their priorities lie, it's going to be more clear that there are people who will pay for these luxury services at luxury prices. It's not going to be everybody. You simply can't ask that everybody value what you do. That's not realistic. For the same reason that there will be people who always spend $5 on a cup of coffee at Starbucks to start their day, and there will be people who always brew their coffee at home because they can't fathom doing that, there are going to be differences people person to person. And that's okay. That's a very good thing. That's what makes life interesting. We don't want to fight against that, but we do want to recognize that there are people out there who are are our ideal client who want to work with us and want to pay our prices. Okay, so after we've shifted our mindset, I want you to evaluate your experience. So once you've done this hard work of shifting your mindset, we've still got more work to do. (laughs) It's time to evaluate your experience and ask yourself, how is what you're doing different than your competitors? What's better? Keep in mind, since you're charging more, you don't have to take on as much work to make a profit, and therefore you have more wiggle room to create a killer experience. That's what people are paying for when they're paying more money. They're wanting hand-holding. They're wanting that one-on-one service. That's what they're paying for. Not necessarily much of an increase in the actual deliverable. To a lot of people, photographs are photographs. There's kind of a a point, and I know that there will be people who disagree with me on this, and that's okay, but there's a point that you get to where the average consumer, the average client, is not going to see the difference between a $500 photographer and a $1,500 photographer. They're just not going to see the difference. But the things that they're going to notice are things like how quickly you're returning their emails and how amazing you're making their experience. So, for example... 
a family photographer charging $150 a session is going to have to take on a lot of sessions to make minimum wage, if that. She does not have time to offer a pre-session outfit planning call on Zoom or to get photos back within a week or to send out an amazing what-to-wear guide before the photo shoot. She is strapped for time. She can't do those things, but you can. You can do those things because you are running a business that operates with margin and allows for more of a luxury service attached to your luxury pricing. But you have to actually offer a luxury service. The issue that people run into when they have higher prices and no one is buying is typically a lack of high quality service or product or a lack of branding around their high quality service or product. Simply put, you can't raise your prices and expect people to flock to you because now it looks like you're the better option. You have to actually be the better option. And that takes work on your part to make sure that you're going above and beyond in every way. So the third step is to actually make these changes. Once you've evaluated your business, it's time to make some changes. And if it's hard for you to determine what makes your business stand out, you need to change something. So I kind of mentioned this earlier, but can you get emails back sooner? Can you offer an additional product or service in addition to what you already offer? Can you go above and beyond what you promise? Think about what your perfect client wants and do that. This is something that I've been working on a lot as I continually raise my personal brand session prices. As I raise the price, I'm constantly thinking about the value that I'm offering clients when they book this session. So when they book with me, they're not just getting photos. They're getting images that will elevate their brand and drive actual revenue in their business. They're getting a visual strategy. They're getting someone to help them walk through how to use these images in their social marketing strategy. All of those things are things that other photographers who offer the same service that I offer are not necessarily doing. Other photographers may be offering lifestyle photos for an Instagram feed, and they could easily be one-fourth of the price of what I'm charging, and that's fine. But it's important to recognize why the two services are very different and make sure my potential clients know that. And that's going to come through in my branding and how I'm educating my ideal client on the value of what I'm actually offering. It has to be valuable. You need to solve your client's problems before they happen. So for example, I noticed that when I was delivering these epic branding session galleries, it was not uncommon for me to not see the photos being used. And this killed me. And I knew it wasn't because my clients didn't love them because they told me that they did. And I, you know, you know, you can tell when people tell you they love something and like maybe they don't totally love it. I could tell that my clients loved these photos, but they weren't using them. So I did a little bit of digging because I had these clients spending, you know, about $1,000 with me and then not doing anything with these photos. So I did a little bit of digging and found out that because I was delivering so many images, they felt overwhelmed and they didn't know where to start. So they had the images, but they weren't sure how to use them or how often to post a photo of themselves versus a graphic they made in Canva versus a photo from their cell phone. 
Since I found this out, I've started delivering galleries with a quick video walking my clients through their galleries and talking about the ways they can use their images and what I recommend. I'm also working on a content guide so they have an easy to reference informational guide that helps them take the photos that we've created and turn them into great content for their marketing. The way my pricing is structured and the way that I continue to increase my pricing, I have the time to create these add-on services that make my client experience second to none. Someone charging a quarter of the price I am simply wouldn't be able to offer this same service, at least not sustainably, let alone the fact that someone charging a much lower price than what I'm charging may not even notice this problem because they're moving so quickly from client to client because they have to in order to make that minimum wage um, or you know whatever wage that they're making. They have to have a lot of clients. I don't have to have as many clients, so I can focus more individually on each client, and that's what they're paying me for, that individualized attention. Not me knowing how to do fancy tricks with my camera that somebody doesn't, you know, that someone, um, like a competitor doesn't know how to do. That's not what they care about. They care about me solving a problem for them. I am a problem solver for them. That's what they're hiring me for. And now I have the time to actually do it because of how my sessions are priced. Lastly, if you are frustrated by newbies undercutting or devaluing the industry, join the club, and then do something about it. There will always be people new to your industry charging rock bottom prices because they don't know what they don't know. I get so frustrated when other photographers who are just discovering this issue are irritated by the newbies and claim that they're ruining the industry for everyone. Think about it. How'd you start your business? I don't know about you, but I started with a $300 consumer grade camera that I got for Christmas, taking photos of friends and coworkers in literal back alleys of my hometown for $50 a session. I started with editing tricks like sepia and spot color and sending the clients every single photo in both color and black and white. I started with no contract and no invoicing system and no marketing plan. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no business charging people for what I was doing. And I also had no idea that $50 for a session wasn't bomb money because I thought it was bomb money. I thought it was awesome that I could do something that I loved and get 50 bucks for it. That was amazing to me. I didn't know what I didn't know. Now, probably nine or 10 years later, right? My business is on track for a quarter of a million dollars this year. And I don't say that to brag. I say that to drive home the point that we all start somewhere. I did not know what I did not know. And I am so thankful to other people in my industry who came before me and were willing to have coffee or instant message on Facebook or sell me an entry-level course or provide free content for me to consume on YouTube. You can be that person for these quote-unquote newbies. Use your platform to begin educating them, even if it feels like you're talking to no one. You'll look like the expert you are, and someone may make changes in their own business because of you. This is how change happens. 
not by getting mad and posting a graphic on Instagram about how much it costs to run a business, which does nothing but make you look like you're whining, because guess what? We all have overhead expenses. That's business. It does not matter what someone else is charging. It matters how you handle it. How do you differentiate yourself from that person? How do you create a safe space for new business owners looking to grow amazing, profitable businesses when they're brand new to the game? How do you become a resource and not a whiner? This is how change starts with you, with me, and with people like us who have benefited from those who have been in business for longer than we have, who took a minute to educate. Now it's our turn. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.